the bad and the guilty is recorded live with the men and women of law enforcement. All suspects are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Now, here's your host, Iredell County Sheriff, Darren Campbell. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? I think every day you wait to play the music and see if you can make us laugh at you, Joe. I didn't play the music. I made the music. Every day it's made the music. We I stand made corrected. that intro for you. Just for you guys. Well, and we very much appreciate it. It's like I told you before the show, there'll be something extra in your mailbox at the end of the month. Uh, that's wonderful. <laughs> Try to get you a raise. <laughs> so, listen, appreciate everybody joining us on the good, the bad, and the guilty today. Sorry last week we were sort of missing in action. Things going everywhere. and uh, But we're glad to be back today. And listen, tune in to us on 100.7 FM, 105.9 FM for everywhere else. You can listen to us on Facebook. We will watch the comments. And also, we just found before that you can actually listen to our podcast on Apple and Spotify. And, Joe, that's the question. Where do you download it? Just download it? Yeah, you got it. Uh, Apple, I mean, I'm saying just WSIC. You just search uh, the good, the bad, and the guilty. Really? Or you can search WSIC, and you'll find our page. You can just scroll through find the good bad so you can listen to it later when you're out doing your walk you can listen to it at two in the morning if you'd like to really yeah if you can't sleep and you need the smooth voices you know that is it and who made that happen Oh, WSIC did. I thought she was going to say you. It was going to be just in a hard time. Uh, well, I, I do edit the, the audio to there make you it go. sound crisp and beautiful. But Well, today, if you see a bunch of us, thank <clears> you again for joining us. Listen, if you know somebody, a friend or something, send them a message. Tell them to share. Listen to the show. We'll be glad to get, answer any questions we can. We try to. We do take live call-ins, so give us a call, 704-873-1400. I'm joined with uh, Chief Bill Hamby, who's usually my sidekick here on Wednesdays. Yes, sir. Good, good afternoon. Today, How are you? Doing good, and if you see somebody that's not me or Bill sitting here beside of me, we we are we have the distinct pleasure of having Senator Vicki Sawyer, the thirty seventh. Yeah. So thank you so much. I know we've been talking a lot. You know, seems like during the week, and there's so much stuff that goes on in Raleigh. But before I even ask, I got to tell the people what kind of you know you've been a you've been a great senator. We we are oh, blessed with good kind. legislators. But on top of that, you currently serve as the chairwoman of the Senate Transportation Committee. Oh, do I? You do. That's what at least that's what we heard. <laughs> That's what the press release says. That's right, right. And, you know, you're also a member of the Senate Finance, Commerce, Insurance, Rules, and Appropriations. And I'll read that again. Rules and Appropriation Committees. And that is, for us, you have been instrumental in helping us get money from Raleigh. And I think when we say appropriations, everybody here, you know, pork, whatever. But I can tell you this. When we bought our new boat, and we'll get into that a little bit, Mm -hmm. we could pay the whole price. And the way my math works, there's 100 counties in the state. So if we can get it from the state, we pay 1% of that versus all the other state who comes and join the assets here, such as the lake, they chip in the cost with us. And y'all work that through, among other things. So mm-hmm. thanks for being here. We appreciate you being here. And uh, we're going to have some pretty good conversations. I know everybody's going to talk about the fentanyl bus, and we'll get to that a little bit. But I want to get Vicki. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Her, I, too. I know. We'll I get her initial words first. So, Vicki. <laughs> Have some fun, say something. Well, I'll say that um, green is not my color, but I'm pretty jealous right now. Wow. I do not have an awesome intro like that for my radio show. I I feel like um, there's some favoritism going on here a little bit, and I don't blame you for choosing the good sheriff over me, but I'm going to put in my uh, request. I can make you one. You okay. just got to let me know. Okay. I'll make well, it sound are, nice and pretty. No, it's okay. No, that was actually really, really great intro, so I appreciate it. I always wonder whose voice that is, because it's not ours. Right. It's no, just it's, our voiceover guy. It's Mr. Big Voice. Really? Mr. Big Voice. That's uh, Yeah, that's exactly what we call him. Yeah. I hope y'all pay him good. Mm-hmm. Then he does a fabulous job. But Bill has a pretty big voice. 
Yeah, it's just going fat. We can have <laughs> yeah. you do the the speaking part if you'd like to re-record it. That way, it's you know all produced right here. You know. <laughs> so what you're trying to say is hometown. Exactly. Made here in Iredale. Exactly. Yeah. And well, I mean, I don't know that voice you have right there. It'll sound real. A lot, of, that, I get a lot of that's cold. allergies. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I say. You always tell us every now and we'll come in deep after Johnny Cash voices because it's either something's going around the office. And like I say, now in the schools, if you've got a kid in the school, I went yesterday to a school, oh, yeah. school with mine and said they were 61 sick. I was like, I'll just stay outside. Oh, gosh. Yeah, you just yes. send them outside. Well, they called today. We went to one and had a good thing. Went to see some little kids for Santa Claus in one of the city schools. And they're like, I don't touch anything. There's a lot of them sick. I'm like, Okay. Yeah. Well, now you, you bring that up, Sheriff. I did get an email today from where my boy goes to school, and um, <laughs> there was a parent bringing up an interesting question. Apparently, their child has tested positive for COVID. Uh. Well, she is in a room with a roommate in the room, and she's quarantined. So the roommate's like, "Where am I supposed to go?" Good question. Yeah. Apparently, Western thought it was a good question too. So they're they're trying to work that out and figure out. Where to put this child? So I mean, it's always something all the time. I tell you, it is. And uh, with little kids like, well, and I don't have little fourteen, sixteen, the nice in school, and everything travels home. Yeah. Well, you're the same way. Yeah, everything it is. travels home from school. So. Yeah, we we have some uh, Nyquil uh, takers in my household right now, so I understand about the the sickness that's going around. But I really want to hear about this fentanyl bus. This is a big deal. I mean, you've made national news. No, that on dog what you guys... made national news. Okay, let's find out about the dog and tell the tell the story about what the reporter asked you about this dog. Okay, Be, yeah, I will say this. Okay, listen to this story. We had a picture on Facebook, and uh, we'll come back because J- he's already going to put us on a break here in about three minutes. But we had a picture of all the fentanyl. About 53.5 kilograms, and there was a dog in front of it. Mm-hmm. A good-looking dog. A good-look, a German short-haired, mm-hmm. which is one of the only dogs that I know of that's trained in the detection of fentanyl. Oh. I don't even know it in the state. I, I, and I want to bring that up when, when we come back. Remind okay. me of that, because you were forward-thinking enough to make that decision. We'll talk about that more when we come back. Well, so, yes, we will. And so a reporter yesterday about 10 after 5, hey, listen, I've got the press release. I just need to know, which one does a dog belong to? <laughs> So she thought that the person who was trafficking the fentanyl had this beautiful dog? Yeah, riding shotgun with him, I guess. (laughs) So (coughs) I said, no, we didn't seize the dog, too. We just seized the truck and the drugs. So the dog was ours. Yes. So and that is grooved. And like I say, we'll take a break real quick. But that's the story with that. So, (laughs) Bill, do you want to start it, tease it before we go to break? I can can certainly tease it, as as you know. And here again, um, sitting on the national Sheriff's Association and being the president of North Carolina Sheriff's Association, as our listeners know, you are privy to a lot of intel from across the, from across the country, from our other state and federal local partners. We saw fentanyl coming years ago, and now it is it's cresting and starting to crash on our shores, literally. So when we purchased Groot, uh, you made the decision to go ahead and get him certified. certified. Mm. And as far as we know, that's one of the only fentanyl detecting dogs in the state at this time mm-hmm. wow. so anyway on on sunday uh our interstate team uh was out there uh looking for for criminals um and came across a 2014 freightliner uh tractor trailer and uh stopped that vehicle for some traffic violations and during the course of the investigation Groot, uh our canine uh was able to get out and positively indicated on the on the truck uh, started talking to the the driver and the the passenger in the vehicle, and quickly determined that something was not 
right. Uh, so they were able to uh, search the vehicle, and that's, as you said, Sheriff, found 53.6 kilos of methamphetamine and cocaine mix. No, 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 fentanyl. Fentanyl. And uh, it was 118 pounds for those. That I've got so playing. many questions that we can ask after the break. Oh, I, yes. I want to know, like, yes. where was it and how big does that really mean? And yep. all those fun things that yes. inquiring minds want to know. We will. And we'll come back. And, you know, in addition to that, you hear a lot about asset forfeiture. We'll hit a little bit of that because we talk about it on state level. North Carolina's yes. one of the only one that does not have bulk cash smuggling. But along with these drugs were almost $130,000 in U.S. currency cash money. And that was not their savings account. So <laughs> we'll be back in about two minutes, two and a half minutes, and we'll talk about this a little more. And welcome back, everybody, and thank you for tuning in today to The Good, The Bad, and The Guilty here on 100.7 FM Statesville, 105.9 for all of our points south and east. Uh, also, if you have any questions today, uh, we have Sheriff Campbell with us. We have Senator Vicki Sawyer uh, on air with us today talking about drugs and uh, fentanyl and our, our, our big stop here lately and then all the good things that Senator Sawyer and Sheriff Campbell are working on down in Raleigh. Uh, so if you have any questions, please give us a call, 704-873-1400. So, Sheriff, as, as we were going off the air, uh, we were telling everybody uh, about the vehicle stop. So uh, we, we were able to stop the, the tractor trailer for some violations. Uh, canine Groot came and, um, as, as we have said, was uh, trained to indicate on the presence of fentanyl. Uh, Groot indicated we were able to search the vehicle, uh, found 118 pounds of fentanyl and over $100,000 in in currency uh, both these individuals were arrested without without incident uh, uh, Lorenzo Juan Arela 44 years old of Sunset Park New Mexico and Lucio Eduardo Chavera Alvia 33 years old of Chihuahua Mexico were the two individuals uh, involved in, in the vehicle and um, I know you have some, some more stuff to say uh, about that, so I'll stop here and let you talk about those two individuals. Well, and both of them, as you can tell, we're still working with federal authorities used to in the day when we do detainer requests from the federal government. I can get an answer within an hour. Mm-hmm. Now or we're sooner. St- now I'm still going since Sunday evening. We're still waiting on an answer. Mm. So that just shows the breakdown in immigration status. Either they're too overwhelmed or they just don't want to tell us. Mm-hmm. But the one individual I can buy, I'd go out 99.9% sure he's from Mexico. He's he's in this country illegal. Yes. Uh we know that we know that uh, that those drugs were not manufactured in the states. We know they're across the border. We can tell by you know the ones transporting. We can tell just by where they're manufactured through where the precursor chemicals come in to process fentanyl. But one thing we discovered, and you see, I used the word when we talk about this. This was odd that we seen a mixture, a mm-hmm. possible mixture with cocaine. You know, we've heard about fentanyl being involved in drugs, and people may not knowing what they're taking. You look at cocaine from our business, we see a lot of the different. I guess socioeconomic classes that use different things. Cocaine is one of the ones your more professional type drugs that we see abused. And to have fentanyl mixed in, even a little bit of cocaine with a lot of fentanyl, it's odd. But we're not we're not used to seeing that. So we're wondering, is this a deadly cocktail? We're just wondering yeah. why. But just to put it in perspective, and I think you said this, you may not, this is enough to kill. And I mean, wrap your hand or your head around it. It's 26 million people. That's two and a half times the state of North Carolina's population. Yes. Those reporters were in the news. We did a press release. And the reason I did it is usually we don't, but I didn't want to have to move that stuff around because they were always calling want to see this. So we had it covered. They come in, then we uncovered and told them they were in a room with something that could kill 26 million people and the mm-hmm. reporter's mouse. I, I could imagine. And then, then, of course, one of them says, are we okay? I said, 
I wouldn't be standing here if we wasn't. Right. Yeah. So, right. Exactly. Yeah. But, but so what is what does that look like? What is twenty six oh, fentanyl that they can kill twenty six million people? Is it is it in bricks and how big is it? Like a, kil- a kilogram is what we go is a thousand grams or two point two pounds. Usually it's about eight inches across by uh-huh. about a foot long, and it is pressed just like a. And there's you some pictures of it. Oh, it is pressed nice. just like a brick. It is stackable. Uh, okay. They store it. You know the design is by design for their press. It's designed for transporting it. It's convenience, but stackable. It's just like firewood. Mm-hmm. You can throw it in a pile, and not get as much, but you can stack it. and You can transport a lot more. So please tell me these guys are like super sleuthy or whatever, and like hit it in some compartment that. Like they hit it in a duffel say, bag. No, they did not. Yeah, it was not very concealed, which which is even more worrisome because so just like a duffel bag in the back of yeah, their car, just yeah, not really concealed. Oh wow, wow. Not from. I mean, we do have a lot of concealed stuff, but you know, if you noticed our last few things, we have switched over to commercial vehicles. We we mm-hmm. we really invest a lot in commercialized training, uh-huh. and we have gotten some good licks here. The last everything we can't put out to the press. Uh huh. Uh, just because ongoing investigations, and obviously I hope this one continues on, and most likely it will. But so that's where we're at. And uh, and, and here again, Sheriff, if if I can interrupt, it, it goes back to we're able to receive the intel from the state federal partners at the national level to hear about the trends mm-hmm. that they're seeing at the border that agencies are catching just on our side of the border about how these cartels are transporting these drugs and we're able to not change but kind of transition the way that we go after these cartel members by looking at different vehicles because as they evolve tactics we We evolve tactics to catch Mm. them and they're again having our interstate team now not only looking at regular motor vehicles but now commercial motor vehicles is the trend we're seeing makes them more effective in making stops such as this it, d- it does Sheriff, you asked you mentioned something that I, I'm, I'm it's new to me so explain to me you said north carolina is one of the only states that doesn't have a bulk cash smuggler Smuggling. what so does that mean basically what it is if we catch everybody transports so we first of all you'll hear us do about a large, lot of large drug seizures cash cash seizures now, you could travel down the road, Vicky, you, business owners. We, we regularly encounter two, three, four hundred thousand dollars in cash. There's very legitimate purposes for that amount of money, and hardworking people deserve to keep all they can. But now, when we stop a car and I have 20 bundles of $25,000 in cash wrapped in green wax paper with axle grease and dryer sheets, <laughs> we can usually feel comfortable making decisions it's, it's organized crime money mm-hmm. so north carolina does not have a bulk cash smuggling we we if we get drugs and cash their north carolina does have a tax but if we catch just drug proceeds of so these drug dealers and mules heading back to the border wherever they be we cannot on our own adopt that money so we work in cooperation with hsi homeland security investigations we have task we're task force members so we can do the adoption on site and that's worked well for us for about 20 years and where that pays off is a bear cap for our SWAT team, uh, trauma kits for our schools. Mm-hmm. I believe we used it to buy safes, uh, gun vaults in mm-hmm. our schools, ballistic blankets. Ballistic for our, shields. Ballistic yep, ballistic blankets. shields for our elementary. <clears throat> every elementary school we use, sees money to buy ballistic blankets or shields for dogs. Uh, trying to think of drones, what all we've used it for. So that's where it comes from. And, you know, the thing with this amount of fentanyl, and everybody says we talk a lot about the border and we talk a lot about drugs, but the things Bill and I will see is the nexus to other crimes from the the drugs. Mm -hmm. Because then you create 
dealers, and then you've got everybody getting in the drug game. Well, they use violence to protect their sale and their, their distribution networks. Then you get into the addicts, and then addicts steal. Addicts break into your houses. Addicts rob. Mm-hmm. And then you've got your other dealers that sell in your communities, just like the one up on Yakin Street here in States. When we got fentanyl. Absolutely. We got fentanyl and methamphetamine buying multiple pounds mm-hmm. and $85,000 in cash, and that was just a couple weeks ago here in States. Wow. wow. It's so, there. And that investigation but, is still ongoing and, and has taken some interesting turns. Well, and I hate— can't really get into, but uh, one one <coughs> day me. soon our, our our listeners will be able to know. And it's you wouldn't think that that would be going on in Statesville. Well, you know those saying is I wouldn't beat a dead horse, but this is still kicking. And we've got to make sure people understand <laughs> how much. And, and 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 listen, we took a hard stance on it, and I make no apologies, and neither do y'all. But our crime rate's down fifty five percent, and out of the other twelve biggest counties, we're half the crime. Mm-hmm. So something is working. And, but we've got to get the word out. And that's one thing, Vicki, and I'll get with you. But I do want to say in that press release, you know, I specifically and we called out members of U.S. Congress, you know, H.R. 3333 is there. It's a visa stuff, you know, it's surveillance stuff. There's a lot of stuff built into that that I don't agree. But we've got to keep the asset forfeiture going because the only way we will attract, Bill, tell you, they can make drugs all day long. They can make drugs and send them up here. But you start attacking their profits, that's where it hurts them. Mm-hmm. It disrupts the whole distribution line. And, Sheriff, you, you, you shed light on something that, that I don't know that our listeners may comprehend about that. But I don't if, know. we got some smart if, listeners. Oh, no, no, no. And, and, and I don't mean that, but, but just, just something that you and I have always heard in, in, in Dow and our narcotics folks in the times that we were in narcotics. The cartels don't really care if you knock off 118 pounds nah. of fentanyl. They'll make more. They don't care if you got a submarine for What it. hurt them was that cash. Got what, it. What hurt them was the money. Because they can't spend the dope, but they can spend that money. And they've got to pay off routes and protections yes. and things like that. So, yes. you know, it's 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 a it's a problem that we got seen. We've got calls. i got a call from sheriffs in Delaware. I've heard from Arizona today. So, But, Vicki, before we, we want to break in a little bit, one of the things that North Carolina, our General Assembly got, and uh, I actually wrote down here for the sponsors and the co-sponsors, and you, mm-hmm. and I'll take, let me tell you, Britt, McGinnis, Alexander Bergen, Hangen, Kravick, and I don't know, I'm not crawl, kind of. You got it. I'm not saying it right. You got it. Perry Sanders and Sawyer. Let me tell you what that is. It's Senate Bill 189, and it's basically y'all getting ahead of the fentanyl drug offense and related changes. Y'all increase the penalties and everything to make it hard on these debt. I'm about to get in trouble. Easy now, <laughs> FCC. Drug dealers. Easy, FCC. Well, I know that and, and helping us push through the Attorney General's office to help get our information back on our death by distribution cases. Yeah. But you were instrumental. I mean, your name is there in black and white as we can pull it off yeah. that you were in it yep. and you seen the foresight of what we've been preaching. You yeah. listened to us and uh, I think you're the only one that I see on there that I'm familiar, <laughs> at least that I know. But anyway. Well, well I'll tell you, the uh, two of the main sponsors of that have had personal family members lose their life due to fentanyl. And we also hear that in my office all the time. And the only thing and the only weapons that we have is to be able to empower you as sheriffs and law enforcement to throw the book and, and hopefully our judicial system to throw the book at these people, which you are doing. And that was what our our, our uh, intent with this legislation was, is to increase those penalties to make it some sort of deterrent and to increase with like the death by distribution. So if you are out there and you're selling and someone does die because you sold it to them, then you should be charged as, as a crime. And I want everybody to say, you know, the sheriffs and us and the general assembly, we always work together because we are in elected office. I know some people saw call it politicians. I refer to community servants. Aw, thank you. Well, that's what I know. Our lieutenant <laughs> governor can't took that, too, so I'm going to call him out right here. We were saying it first. But anyway, <laughs> but the fact that we worked together and y'all was able to pass legislation, because it is hard to tell how many lives you you will save and the General Assembly and the members that voted on this. And I'll get, after y'all put it in place, 
I'm sure we all voted for it. I'm sure all y'all did. But the fact that somebody took the time to put this out there, put their name with it, against some of the backdrop that said, you know, let's not mess with, you know, these are not dangerous to nobody. Right. But y'all did it. Yeah. Yeah. Hats we'll off continue to y'all. Well, we continue to do it. And so you're right, uh, Sheriff, that we're so it's so important. And I tell everyone that I talk to when it comes to law enforcement, I have one rule. I call you and I say, what would Darren do? That's what I, I that's my rule because it is and it takes It'll that get you in trouble at some no point. it has never gotten me in trouble I doubt it ever will so I just appreciate your hard work well I appreciate it we'll come back a little bit we want to talk a little bit about judges reducing some of the bonds on some of our cases every now and then yes be back in about two minutes. You know I like my Alfred Hitchcock music, man. Come on. Changing it up. I know he is. Good afternoon, everybody, and thank you so much for, for staying tuned or just now tuning in to The Good, The Bad, The Guilty here on uh, WSIC. I have Sheriff Darren Campbell with us uh, this afternoon and Senator Vicki Sawyer representing the 37th District here in North Carolina. She represents all of Ardell County and northern Mecklenburg County and doing a fine job. If you have any questions for us, uh, please give us a call, 704-873-1400. So uh, before we, we were going off the air, Sheriff, I think you guys were talking about uh, Senate Bill uh, 189. Yes. And and one of the things, Senator, and I, I just want to say thank you very much for going out uh I, I wouldn't say on a limb because everybody everybody should be against fentanyl, uh, but I'm sure there were probably one or two folks that uh, kind of voted against this bill. Yeah, you, I was just looking at it because thank you to ask me that right before the break, and I pulled up the bill and we don't do a lot of pre-show planning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just, guys, so we just, just sort of wing do, it. Yeah. I love it. that's kind of like David and I. So I, I totally am right there with you. Um, so there were uh, several no's on the Democrat side in the House. Um, so there were, I think, maybe like 10 to 12 folks who voted no on this piece of legislation. And for whatever reason, uh, I am not sure. But that is it's just a surprise to me, especially with what we're having the issues that we are. Who in their right mind and voters? Ask yourself, who in the world would not vote against tougher penalties on fentanyl and people selling fentanyl. And we're telling them the crime it caused to the drug distribution and the, the addicts and the deaths and, you know. I don't get it. I, re- I really don't. I, I don't mean, either. that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I don't either. I don't know how they could not support but, it. Sheriff, you were talking about uh, to to kind of go along the lines with Senate Bill 189, maybe tell our listeners, and you alluded to it a, a, a little while ago, but oh, maybe that. maybe drill down into House Bill. Now, this is U.S. House Bill. It's House Resolution. No, House Resolution, rather, yes, 3333. There's a lot it's, There's a lot of stuff. You know, they stick a lot of stuff in a piece of legislation. There's a lot of, you hear Pfizer warrants, you hear a lot of this yes. stuff, and there's some stuff in there that I think should be maybe a little bit curtailed back, mostly for the federal government. The federal government, the weaponization of federal agencies, we have even seen that locally. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of good friends that work for them. But we also understand their calls and what they're doing, just like in this case. We, we can know where they want to step back from certain things. But uh, it's basically part of the press release we did. And, you know, potentially us as working in public service can get in trouble sometimes. Or not really in trouble, but make enemies when we speak out against somebody. And I will say, legislation. I won't name names. If, if you wish to, obviously you can because you're the one that received the call. But you have received calls from our federal partners and mm-hmm. legislators. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
pretty obvious. <laughs> I have. But yes, but I'm, I did. I'm just going to leave that right there. No, 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 no. I did tell him, and uh, I said, listen. And, and the context was we sent the press release. Of course, the mic broke on the video on Facebook. It was basically, listen, quit being reactive and start being proactive. Mm-hmm. Quit telling us you're going to do it and secure our borders and make sure that you make hefty penalties on these people that's poisoning our communities. Because these people, they're, they're poisoning, and it is poisoning. It will be your future killing. kids of tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, it's killing. Kill, it's killing people outright. You know, we was looking at more people. We hear a lot about, you know, mass shootings, and we hear a lot, and that's a bad thing. Look at the people this drug and this poison is doing to our communities. Mm-hmm. You know, I really want to say, and there's been a lot of things that come up in our community means a way it could be a change to a weapon during a terrorist attack, and it could be. Of course it could. Remember, fentanyl is deadly on contact, mm-hmm. which means we recently had one in the jail that we spoke about last week, and I hate it. I'll tell the truth. You know, he had it inserted inside his body. Mm-hmm. He expelled it and ate it and was dead quick. Yes. Really? Nothing. Not, there's nothing that we, you know, Narcan, uh, all the stuff they do, there's not a lot that we Mm-mm. can do. Mm-mm. But I will say this, going back to that, we did speak out and trying to urge them to support legislation, put pressure, make decisions that help your communities that you serve. And we do have, you know, just coincidentally, we do have a District 10 congressional seat here that's open. Mm-hmm. I'm recently sure opened. Recently <laughs> opened as of last week. I'm sure we're going to have a lot of fine people jump up and say it. My old saving, you know, proof's in the pudding, you know, or pie, whatever you want to call it. But either way, that Banana might be the wrong one. But we do, have, we do have one of our legislators that's currently serving in the North Carolina has, House that has experience with legislation reaching across the aisle. Uh, definitely has worked with law enforcement. Definitely understands safe communities. We spoke about it. Mm-hmm. Protection of Second Amendment. And uh, usually I wouldn't. I'm just telling fact. It is what it is from Iowa County. The only one I know is Gray Mills. Mm-hmm. is going to be running for U.S. Congress, and I urge everybody to to check all your candidates. Mm-hmm. But you have a chance to have at least one from this district that I've heard is running. Mm-hmm. And I think you worked with him. Yeah, I did. So I'm, I'm excited to see for Gray Mills, um, you know, candidacy for this because it is an Iredell County seat, and I want it to be an Iredell County strong candidate, and Gray is definitely that. You know, a lot of folks, people who may not know Gray Mills do know his father-in-law, which is Randy Marion and his wife, Jennifer. And you see that beautiful family on, yes. you know. On, they do a lot for the community. Yes, they do a lot for the community. They advertise everywhere. But, I mean, they really have a servant's heart. And Gray and Jennifer both grew up here, right? And their families here, uh, they understand our needs. And, you know, especially with law enforcement, oh, yeah. farming, business. And he is a lawyer. So, and it is very, uh, you read laws all the time, so you're probably a lot better at it than me but sometimes you have to these laws i don't it's very difficult to understand what they're even saying so i think you've got a caller or four. Oh, it looks like i see uh, we got one hello you're on with good bad and guilty it's darren or the sheriff whichever <laughs> can you hear me hey there sheriff campbell how are you today sir i'm doing well how about yourself oh doing good doing good hey i just wanted to say thank you i appreciate uh you and Bill always taking time out of your days to get on the radio and kind of talk about what's going on with the county. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, appreciate uh, appreciate what you guys are doing and keeping us safe and uh, all the great interactions I've had over the years with your deputies and just uh, they all seem to do a fine job and I just really appreciate the efforts. Well, we sure appreciate it. And we sure appreciate the support and we really appreciate you taking the time to call in. That means the world to us. Yes, sir. Hey, just had one question. Is yes, there sir. like a website you can go to to see like, you know, uh, people that, you know, have a criminal history or maybe like sex offenders for Iredell County, you know, just like that are in your neighborhood or 
you know, just you know what? You could, uh, I have got an up. answer for that, and I've got an app for that. If you would go to Iroh County Sheriff's Office and Google and Apple Play, we actually have a free app. You can enter in a person. You can search sex offenders. You can search who's in jail. Now, as far as a true criminal history, other than that, you can go to the clerk of court, and there's a lot of paid services mm-hmm. that provide that but we do provide that free of charge on our app and you can go in there and search sex offenders by names addresses uh locations even event history so you that is available if someone moves yeah, in your you area up, yeah. you'll get a notification yeah okay so that's on your website though the links to that we, we have we we do have links on our website ardlecountysheriff.com uh, but if Sheriff Campbell is saying the, the easiest way to access it uh, is through our app, uh, and it's Idle, it's Idle Sheriff's app. It's on it's on Apple Store. Idle County Sheriff's yeah, Office. Idle County Sheriff's Office. Yep. Uh, it's a little it's a little round icon. It's black with us with our star on it. Go on there. It's free. You can download it. We will we do not and, and will not sell your addresses or your your stuff to other folks. This is strictly for us to get information to you as citizens, and it it, it does as Sheriff said give you an access. Access to our sex offender registry uh, gives you um, access to to information of upcoming classes and things that we offer, and we we will uh, push out our press releases through the app. Uh, it's just a lot more responsive, real time than even going through like Facebook or Twitter or something along that line. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I've checked that out. I appreciate all the information. Appreciate all y'all's hard work. Hey, thank, thank you. you. For if you ever sir. need anything, you know where to get us. <laughs> Yes, sir. Thank you. Y'all yes, have sir. a great day. Thank you. You as well. You know, I hear that a lot. Which part? How great you are. Oh, shoot. Can we talk about that? <laughs> I well, prefer I mean, not. No, we should because, I mean, you are, the, you are the president of the Sheriff's Association, and we've talked about this before, and I, I joke around about what would Darren do, but I legitimately do that. What would Darren do when law uh, legislation comes up that deals specifically with law enforcement? But you have that same footprint, not just here in Iredell County, but all over North Carolina, uh-huh. and that's a big deal. I mean, it's a very big deal to have our hometown sheriff representing the Sheriff's Association across North Carolina. And I very much appreciate it, and I'll tell you, I'm flattered and every day I think but the only reason I'm where I'm at is because all the citizens here mm. and you know they put their trust in us and uh, it has been I talked to another county last night about the Northern event on some of this border stuff and coming up and speaking so I'm very lucky and I got a lot of good people surround us mm-hmm. I mean the deputies do and then I've got y'all General Assembly y'all make the laws we enforce them but at least you're listening to our, mm-hmm. our concerns so mm-hmm. and that's the reason I sort of sort of want to make sure that this stuff got tagged for our congressional mm-hmm. delegation on this fentanyl. Listen, it's not something we're no longer reading about in Arizona. This is here. Yeah. So that was part of that. And so, you know, and, it just happened to come up, you know, that we do have local people need to do their research, but we got a good guy that I know from Ireland that I at least know for 25 years now. Yeah. yeah. And and I don't know that we can get into the destination location of this, this load of drugs, Sheriff, but these drugs are headed to a location city on the east coast. Well, I think we released it. It was heading to Philly. Okay. We All didn't right. do the distribution point from there, but we do know. So we'll say Philadelphia. Philly. Yeah. So, and, and I've heard you say this before, and, and you brought it up just the other day. Why y'all got an interstate team out there? Why why, why y'all stop? Because if we don't stop those drugs here and it makes it to Philadelphia and someone overdoses on those drugs, we would feel awful that well, we didn't have an oppor- that we had the opportunity and didn't do something to stop it we've said that what if you as a dad all of us have children what if they overdosed on a load or drugs that come through our that we could have stopped mm-hmm. for one thing second is when i got sworn in between those kind of lines we're going to enforce all laws that's right and it's illegal to carry 118 pounds of fentanyl up the interstate yes it <laughs> is right. so that's that's right. sort of where we're at on that so yeah. but yes we got about 30 seconds then we'll be back for our joe that's kind of a longer segment isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. that's our final segment 
Really? 12 minutes or so. Man, time's flew. <laughs> yes, I'm has. telling you what. Okay, we'll be back in about two minutes. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. That's my music right there, buddy. I think we have a caller, though, Sheriff. Joe, can do, we, we? do we have a caller? Hello? Hello, you're on with the Good, the Bad, the Guilty here on uh, WSIC. Well, hi there. I just want to chime in real quick before you start your next segment, and thank you for your hard work. Thank um, you for calling Senator in. Knows I like, no problem. Senator Sawyer knows I like my sayings. I'm the American dream at saying, girl, that's like, have your American dream. Just don't crap out a bunch of nightmares on people along the way. <laughs> yes. And I want to thank you guys. Yeah, and I want to thank you guys because if we were putting as much uh, effort into being upset about CI as that people are about AI and the government, you know, we'd have a peaceful country, and you guys are doing that. And what CI is, is criminal intelligence. So mm-hmm. thank you for busting that. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much you. for calling. Focus on that CI. <laughs> and thank you thank for you calling us. No problem. Just want to put it out there, and someone's got to root for you because there hasn't been a lot of rooting lately. And you guys are textbook doing your job, and and, and I thank you for it. Hopefully, it's oh. not going to spill over in other counties. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that means a lot. And listen, you have a good, uh, very merry spill. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Same same here. Uh-huh. Thank you Bye. very much. Thank you so much for calling, taking your time. Those are cool calls. They oh, are. Cool Makes you feel good. Yeah. Makes you feel good. So, Senator Sawyer, Sir. before uh, we, we went to break, uh, and then after, uh, as the sheriff would tell you, we, we do a whole lot of show prep. Uh-huh. But one of the things that I would like to thank you on behalf of law enforcement for working with your fellow senators and House Reps down in Raleigh is tightening up the, uh, I guess you could say, judicial limits with magistrates so that if someone is out on bond and they commit a crime, that the magistrate doesn't have discretion anymore mm-hmm. like they used to, and we now have no bond. Mm-hmm. And it's helping keep our community safe. Now, you know, we'll continue to make that argument, as, as the sheriff has done before, about, you know, bonds thereafter. But as the sheriff is also famous for saying, bond is not punishment. It's just there to protect the community. So don't want to put you on the spot, but y'all did a really good job with magistrates. Yes. Could you could – you, could you maybe do something with judges? Yeah, I see what you're going. I see where you're going. <laughs> well, now, that's, that's our favorite a, say. It's called the criminal justice system, not the victim justice that's system. That's not really yeah. a gotcha, but yeah. just kind of putting it in your wheelhouse well, to say, hey, guys, okay. you've done – keep pushing that football down the field. Well, we saw that problem coming out of Mecklenburg County. And so Danny Britt also oh, – there's a lot more coming out of Mecklenburg. <laughs> but go ahead. Where magistrates were kind of just letting these guys walk the street after law enforcement was doing really good work. And so go ahead, Darren. Uh, no, Darren. no, bills won't put me on but I was going to say something no, about another case. I, okay, well, listen. This, I'm gonna it's, it's public record, sir, so we're, what you're telling is true. Well, and I will say, you can name the judge. I think Dow was texting us, our captain over narcotics. You know, we worked a case on these methamphetamines working on the east side, distributing from inside the city. The tentacles extended out into Mooresville, mm-hmm. Love Valley, and everything. Countywide. $2 million bonds. And we understand bond is to ensure an appearance in court, but also to protect the community from committing certain crimes and dangers. That's right. These people was in there, and suddenly they get in front of a judge, 
and reduced down to less than 100,000 or 100,000 something from 3 million. And seems like they all had pretty significant criminal histories. They did. They mm. did. Some yeah. of them not from here. So, you know, the defense attorneys are doing their job. I hope they're listening. They're doing their job. Mm-hmm. They are to advocate for a client to make sure the fair trial and, due pro- and all that good stuff. Our problem is to keep career repeat offenders in jail when we can. Mm-hmm. And if you're distributing that much methamphetamine into our community, you'd sell it to a kid. You sold it to an undercover, so you know you'd sell it to yeah. a child. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think everything, one thing, if they need to reach out to me, we would be glad to. We'll talk I, about judges and where we're at. And we've got good ones, but we've got some that don't understand. That, mm-hmm. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but they don't want they got to protect the community. I got a question from a voter's perspective. I, okay. So it's hard to find information about judges. Mm-hmm. And we do elect judges, right? Some of our judges, right? Yes. Some of our appointees, but yes, others are elected. And we mm-hmm. have an election coming up pretty quick soon. 2024. Yeah, about new judges. So me as an everyday voter, if I want to make sure that I vote in a judge that's tough on crime, how do I – is there a track record? How do I know what these judges are actually doing versus are they doing what they say or not? How do I know? You know, I've asked that question, sort of a database of how many cases continued, how many cases are con- – there mm-hmm. is no database for that. There's none. Not that I'm aware of. There, there used to before. be a program many years ago, Sheriff. I think you were familiar with it. it. It was called Court Watch. Or court I wish Watchers. we had Court Watchers, yes. Yes. And we do have. I think there's several that, you know, uh, I don't want to speak because I don't know who's retired and who's not. But I know that one announced for a judge already, Courtney, I think, announced. Mm-hmm. Great ADA. Worst cases against criminals. She's filed for judge. I don't know which seat it is. Mm-hmm. I know Judge Underwood, the one that we're dealing with here in 2024, I think is up this year. That's mm-hmm. one we've – if you go back and – search that on facebook we've had some disagreements on that before just with law enforcement services nothing against nobody personally but our job is to make sure our community stays safe as possible sure. and all by, no, that's by, what by all means to necessary do. yeah and that's one thing i think the general assembly has always been very attentive to when i've called you know not just this but different things just like we did with the match some of that no bond and i've heard good things and i can't remember exactly what the the situations have to be but it's been a good thing for us mm-hmm. and it's been a Good, good thing for victims. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but you know, my famous saying, Vicky or sorry. Senator, sorry if you hadn't Vicky heard, it's son. called the <laughs> criminal justice system, not the victim justice system. Okay, very good. And but I would say, ma'am, to answer your your question, find your sheriff, find your okay. local law enforcement. Okay, ask us. We'll tell you. Now, there again, nothing personal, but if we can give legitimate public information, and you don't have to act on our information, but we deal with it, you deal with it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not just criminal cases. We're talking civil cases where someone may get sued. We're talking child support things. We're talking DV cases. They they rule on lots of different things. So ask a wide variety of people. But if you want to know what affects your day-to-day safety in your mm-hmm. county, ask your, ask your sheriff, ask okay. your police chiefs, ask your law enforcement officers, your troopers, your SBI agents. Ask us. We'll be glad and to Bill tell was you. An event was mm-hmm. an event this past week. You went with me to give a speech, and that's what I was talking about. And I, mm-hmm. will, be, I will straight up to ask me, what's the biggest thing we do? Make sure you do your research and elect the people that make the laws. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the reason I pull up, you know, when we said, great, it's nothing against any other candidate that may or may not file. Sure. I've just worked with Representative Mills, and I've known them to be from Idaho County and been very good, and I think they're a good family. I think he, he's got good reasoning abilities. He mm-hmm. works good with the General Assembly, and every time I've called him, he's been attentive and called us, just like you. And I shouldn't, and I've got to remember, we also have to remember Representative McNeely in our north end and Mitchell Setzer, who serves more of our western Catawba mm-hmm. sides, and mm-hmm. we, we, we're blessed with good legislators that help us. And, yeah. and, uh, and y'all 
may not always agree with what we say, and that's fine, but at least... No, it's not fine. We well, just I, <laughs> I told you, I, I'm not allowed to disagree. But, but at least you, you think enough of the sheriff they do. to call and ask and, and, and have those good engaging conversations. Yeah. Uh, and you, you, you may be hearing something from the legislative side that perhaps maybe we didn't think about. Mm. But at the same time, you're willing to listen to him and us from the law enforcement boots on the ground side, right. and if you if y'all can work with us, you always have. Yeah. You, you've always been extremely. And Senator saw you. She has. She has actually had it to where one night we was doing a manhunt out on a. I believe it. Was, I can't remember what we had a manhunt. And I'll never forget Eddie Caldwell, the president, or the VP, our executive vice mm-hmm. president, called me and said, "Would you please talk to your senator and <laughs> get?" Basically, we was disagreeing on this. So I said, "Listen, I understand the position. Worked it out. Great." But that's what's great to come back to. Ha- yeah, have to. We absolutely. know in Ireland we've got those relationships. And I do talk. And I, I tell yeah. anybody, listen, I talk to you probably more on issues in Raw than I do anybody else. And, yeah. uh, you know, one of the things, if they hadn't seen it yet, you filed for re-election. I did file for re-election. I did. So. I, I made some really uh, liberals very angry over that. <laughs> to be liberal and um, supposed to be loving of all, they're really mean on Twitter. <laughs> That's people that want y'all to legalize marijuana. They that's are too. It. That's right. That's right. No, I'm excited to run. I mean, I will know in t- on Friday who's going to be all you know filing will, will be over. I say that next time around we need to shorten the filing period to five days because it's like the ten longest days. And everybody out there. waits to the last minute. Yeah, they do. It's they either do. the first day before lunchtime or the last day before noon. They absolutely yeah. do. Yeah, they really do. So we'll see how we'll see what it all shakes out. But we got some elections coming up for us there'll be a lot of them. i think we'll have house we'll have house and well all the house and senate yeah races. every two uh, years trying to think da's race will be this time sarah kirkman judges. i did see she filed uh judges school board i just know that not the sheriff tenth and register deeds and clerk we we don't run we'll run two years yeah. tenth district house yep u.s right. house yeah that's right so mm-hmm. do the research that's one thing i just think you know Ardle is a big county in that district we've always sort of been pushed to the side i think mm-hmm. Ardle has a chance to really be heard this time mm-hmm. and uh you know people have to make their own decision everybody's got their own vote but i mm-hmm. think you know what's that thing about you know you look at your past history being an indicator mm-hmm. of what's going forward and i Absolutely. think you'll be fine on that one and uh well we were actually looking at it i don't know that in Iredell county history maybe some of your listeners listeners can correct me if we've ever had a congressman from the county of Iredell. I don't know. I don't know that Ooh, we have. Is they said that um, now Governor Martin actually served in Congress before he became governor, but he never really lived in Iredell at that time. He was actually in Davidson. Davidson. Mm-hmm. So that's, right. that's about the closest that we have. But I'm excited to have an Iredell homegrown guy uh, running. And, hopefully and there again, I'm not, nothing about anybody else. Right. A lot of good service, right, a lot of good military. I, yeah. I respect that. I just, yes, sir. My votes can be cast with some the experience. Experience is what means a lot to me, right? And the support of law enforcement. And somebody has demonstrated that in the past. Mm-hmm. I think that's very important. Of course, we really didn't know this until like nine days ago that there's right. even going to be an opening. Our, you know, with Representative McHenry's retirement, which we've had him on the show here numerous we times. We sure have. Yes, Still talked to him. Spoke mm-hmm. to him this week earlier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely you know great friendship. He served his time, and I I told him he's done a fine job by us with law enforcement. But yes, sir. And and just like just like you talking with him about. Uh, House Resolution 3333. The man's announced he's going to retire, but he's still up there working for the citizens of Arnold County. Yeah, I think they said I could have said a little bit more nicer, but but it's just, (laughs) we understand one language, and sometimes that's blunt, but you get so frustrated. When I sit there and think of, when I sit there and think, we took it off of a rainy Sunday evening, how close to schools you were, churches you were, and the fact that you could have killed two and a half times the population of the whole state. 
So, well, Vicki, we appreciate you. Our sender saw you. We appreciate you being here today. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed our time. Thank you. It's hard to tell what music we'll have next week, but (laughs) we'll be back next Wednesday, 3 o'clock, and obviously the podcast. Get it out and listen to us on Facebook and leave any comments going forward. And thank you. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thank you.